Welcome to our listeners for another episode of Que Lo Que, your Dominican's podcast where we sit down and spotlight those folks who are really having an impact for and on our community. My name is Elbert Garcia. I'm your co-host. And as always, here with my co-host, Vanessa Fernandez Lovely. Mira, Venus, ¿cómo está? Que lo que? Es lo que aquí guayando yuca, como todo el mundo aquí, tú sabes. La cosa pero, está fuerte, la cosa está fuerte hoy, fuerte. Oh pero ni te puedo explicar. Estamos aquí en Miami, frito. I see. Well, you know, the, 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 the Miami cold. The, the, right? Miami, the Miami cold. cold you, know. you know, everybody, I see everybody with gloves and guantes y cosas. Y, y, and I'm just like, oh my God, well, what's happening? Well, shout out to the personal heaters, you know, like that people might have underneath their stuff. Underneath their yes, you know? good. Yeah. And, he has, and, and for the rest of folks around the country, I know it's, it's been a cold spell, but we're here in Miami. We're always hot and we're always serving up um, great mango for your soul here at Que Lo Que. You know, you know, it's only been a couple of weeks since we were last here. Um, you know, election day happened. There was a great, you know, there was a big election here in, in Alapada. And, you know, everyone, when everyone talks about Alapada, everyone always talks about one place. They always talk about one place. Yeah, and we thought and it I, was the, the and best. And I think I know the place. No. I'm just saying, I think I know. I think I know. Well, that one place, of course, is Club Tipico Dominicano. And if you have to talk about anything here in Miami and Dominicans, it really starts and ends, right, with Club Tipico. And, and again, I think we thought, well, what better way to continue to talk about not just this great neighborhood, but the stuff that we're doing here in this city, um, than to talk about one of the folks behind you know, that, this, this great plot. Yes. I, I, I must say, personally, growing up in Miami, Miami. Um, this was a place to be and still the place to be for many, many reasons. But I can say I was taken out for, you know, una bachaquitica, una vez, dos veces, tres veces, cuatro veces, maybe a little bit more. But, you know, that's for the after hours show. But I'm very excited to not only be here at Club Tipico, Dominicano, which let's be honest, we don't even have to say Dominicano exactly. because as soon as you say typical, everybody knows where we are. So I'm very excited just to give you guys a little history. You know, Club Tipico Dominicano is one of the oldest Dominican restaurant, probably maybe the the oldest, but you know, I'm not a historian here, so I don't want nobody to be like sending me letters or nothing diciendo, perate, perate. But if I know correctly, I think next year they'll be celebrating 35 years. Wow. Yes. And you were excited to say, I mean, I cannot say that we have the original owner because uh, he's he's kind of retired, retirado, tú sabes, viendo ese Miami life on the beach, I maybe. We, we don't like say. to be like that as well. But we do want to shout out to Luis de la Cruz, the founder of Club Tipico Dominicano. And you know what's even funnier is history-wise, the new owner, and I'm going to say it like that, you know, Tipico is only like, what, I think a year older than the owner? <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm mistaken, but I think so. I think so. But with that, I want to introduce everybody to Jazz de la Cruz Jackson. Hey! hey. So Jazz, get okay. What's up? <laughs> well, we're very excited to have you here. And, um, you know, look, Tipico, it has been a key to the Alapata community. 
not only just Alapata, but the Dominican community right. in Miami. Um, you know, but a lot of people know about Club Tipico, but they might not know about you and maybe your family and how maybe your father's vision of this. So tell us. Well, first I want to say thank you guys for um, coming to Club Tipico Dominicano and um, even thinking about us and considering me um, as one of your guests on today's show. Um and, you know, earlier I heard you mention the oldest and we're actually the second oldest business in Alapata. We have the tag. Wow. Yeah. The tag agency, which is across the street from us. Um, they were open, I think, a couple of years or maybe a year or two before Tipico. And then we were the second ones. So we're definitely the oldest Dominican restaurant. See, we're always bringing education, <laughs> history, history. Yeah. I love that. Um, but um, to answer your question, yeah, my dad started the business in 1984, um, a year before I was born. And it started as a social club. And, um, you know, they just hung out here. It was a place for Dominican immigrants to migrate and have fun. Um, and then one thing led to another. He started frying chicken, selling food, then beer and so on. And then it, came, it became what it is now, a restaurant and nightclub. And I'm here to carry the torch. Wow, I love it. I love yeah. it. I love it. Carrying the torch. You know, one, wow. of, one of the things that I always find interesting is that, you know, um, you know, there, there's a long line of history of, of the relationship between Dominican fathers and their daughters. Right. right, right. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and not to try to put my own, you know, family history out there, but sometimes it can be a little tense. Right. I mean, yeah, it, there's sure. a, so I'm just curious, you know, like, you know, did you ever first of all, like, you know, what was the relationship in terms of with your parents, especially like, you know, being you know here and um, and, and more importantly, did you ever imagine that that one day you'd be taking over? Um, you know, his, you know, the family business, right? Like, you know, following in some ways in his footsteps. Right. So, you know, our family is a little bit um, private. Most of everyone just knows that, you know, my dad is the owner, but, um, you know, from a young age, we had to come to work with him. Um, we lost our mom at the age of seven. So he really was oh, wow. our mom and our father. And he did such a wonderful job. He took care of us from beginning to now. And um, so we had to come to work with him because he was a single father. Mm -hmm. um, so I knew that there was no better person to take on this business than either me or my older sister, because we kind of grew up with the business. Um so, uh, you know, I knew that it would possibly happen one day. Um, however, I always wanted to be a teacher from the age I could remember. Um, so I went to UCF and I pursued my degree in um, early childhood education. Um, then when I, I taught for a year uh, during that year, he said uh, we were in Dominican Republic and he was like, you know, I just want to retire. It's so much stress. So I was like, you know what? I'll do it. I'll take it on. Um, and it's not easy. Well, it is easy now, but it wasn't easy then because he wasn't really ready to let go. I think he was, um, ready to let go of certain aspects of the business, but not, you know, entirely. Um, and our vision sometimes didn't match. Yeah. So that was challenging within itself. But, um, you know, with time, he was able to understand that um, I knew what I was doing and able to trust me in taking on the business. Um, then a couple of years into the business, I was like, you know what? 
I need to pursue um, culinary and understand the business side or uh, in a restaurant business. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad started the business just, you know, by having a vision, but not necessarily having the education. Um which was awesome. And during that time, because things weren't as difficult, you know, as there is now to operate a business and, you know, all those requirements back then wasn't as difficult now. Like now you really have to have maybe a solid education to open up a business. Um, so I did, I, um, went to Johnson and Wells. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's, that's, oh. that's, that's what we have to look at because we got to you know, get into like, we want to know. know. Yeah, so I went to Johnson and Wells and then I interned at one of the best restaurants in um, Nashville, a steakhouse. And I was able to learn back of the kitchen, front of the house and more of like um, managing a business and looking at, you know, revenue and expenses. And I think that helped bring Tipico together and I think that's one of the reasons why we've been able to still be super competitive in the market um, when you look at Midtown and you look at Alapata within itself it's really hard to compete with us and we are a mom and pop Yeah. but I run the business not like a mom and pop yeah. business I like that yeah. Mira, no, I, Mira yeah. I like that <laughs> no and you know and let's talk about you know we've we've talked about you know change and I mean, in previous episodes, especially the changes in Alapata, of things that, but, you know, somos dominicanos. Right, so we want right. to talk about our cultura. <laughs> sí, you know, sí. the mu- you know, you talked about going to Johnson and Wales. The music and food has been, you know, it's, it's part music and food and laughter is part of the Dominican culture. Right. Claro. You know, what has, what has it been running a business you know, in a place like Miami that, you know, when the outside world thinks of Miami, they just think of one other culture and it's not ours. Correct. You know, that's why I think, you know, Club Tipico Dominicano has even been able to withstand that. Like when we say Tipico, everybody knows it's what we're talking. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a stepping yeah. ground. So, you know, tell us a little bit about those changes because you've seen it from different sides of it as the daughter, as, you know, All as right. the, you know. Yeah. I've, um, well, you know, for my, I've, I went to Orlando and I've traveled a lot. And honestly, I feel like Miami is a melting pot. Right. And I feel like people are looking for culture. Um, I think that sometimes businesses in Alapata get overshadowed just because, um, the area hasn't been so great as far as crime goes. But I think that when people come to Miami, they are looking for flavor. They are looking for culture. They are looking for that artsy um, Caribbean food. And um, we just stay true to ourselves, stay organic. You know, we've had the chef for a very long time. We don't change our recipes. We don't um, get La fancy receta. with our mofongos. Yeah, you know, we don't get fancy with our plates. We don't sometimes we'll serve in plastic because it gets so packed here and we're all about like keeping the tradition and the flavor. And um 
that's what I, I, I know that's what my dad concern has always been having a younger generation, a millennial like myself take over the business because he wanted to make sure that the essence of the business remained the same. And I appreciate him for that because I think that's what's kept us going. People want to want original, traditional, organic food. So the changes really, I don't, um, I get inspired by the changes, but it doesn't change what we have going on right. here because right. what we have, I know, is something unique, and I know people are looking for that. Well, and the thing is also, too, I think, you know, especially as someone who didn't grow up in Miami, right? Someone who grew up in Washington Heights right? Um, and grew up certainly in a, in, a, in a time and place where New York was different and there was crime and things like that. You know, our institutions were always home to us, right? right. Like our restaurants, our social right. clubs and things like that. What I love about... You know, visiting typical is that when I, you know, I, I, you know, I can, you know, I can step in here and I can feel like I'm on Dykeman, right? Or I can feel like right. I'm in Philly in certain spots. Right? I mean, there is something like very like similarly at home right. to it. Um, and I think that's a testament to the legacy that, that we bring. But I think, you know, when we talk, when I especially certainly, certainly talk to my own parents, there is this, co- there is this concern, right? That the, that the, that the younger generation are they carrying right the tra- you know are they carrying those traditions right? right and and how do you you know how do you how do you balance the need for those traditions to but also like update keep it, it and keep it right. keep it timed especially both as a business owner but then also as you know as someone who just hey like I want to mix and add my own flavor to these things. Right. So we don't change, um, I think, the essence of our business, which is the food and the music, right? We don't change Mm -hmm. that. Um, However, something new is like the reggaeton, right? Right. It's a new genre. Right. We don't exclude it. We add it, but we're not going to not play bachata. We're not going to play reggaeton. We're not going to play, we're not, not going to play Perico Ripia. We're still going to play those music, those um, genres, but we're going to include the reggaeton. Infuse it, yeah. Music yeah. because we don't want to forget about the new generation either because they're driving the market. You right, know what I'm right. saying? Um, the older generation right now are staying at home. They don't care to be in a rest a nightclub. So we have to kind of create an environment where both can still come, right? Yeah, yeah. Um but and then as far as like not being left behind. I keep up with technology. You know, right. I am on Inst- we have Instagram. We keep up with the Facebooks. Mm. And I think that's very important. But we still do old advertisement, right, which right. is radio. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just being able to be flexible and not staying stuck behind mm. time. For people that maybe are outside, that maybe are new to Miami or new to this, what? Or maybe an Americanized, because I was born here in the United States, right. too. Right, right. But, you know, we're Americanized Dominican. Right. You know, mm-hmm. when you say that essence, you know, when we walk into, what are we going to feel? What are we going to smell? What are we going to, like, experience? What can you say that Tipico has that essence? What are we carrying? Because it? it is your child. Okay. You know? Right. Yeah. So, definitely. Um, first of all, when you come into Tipico, expect, again great Dominican food, right? And then we use, you're going to smell it. You're going to smell the oregano on certain days because Ooh. we actually um, get our oregano from DR. It's imported. Perate, perate, perate. This is noticiero right now. Yeah. People don't understand that Dominican oregano is very different yes. than oregano in Publix. Yes, Vamos a decirlo sure. bien, vamos a hablar claro. So ella dijo que tienen 
Dominican oregano. Yep. Because I, I, I have to ship that in. I'm just saying. Yeah. Porque yo no lo puedo comprar donde sea. Well, you can't get it at La Placita Dominicana, which is right next to us. <laughs> Mira. Anuncio, anuncio. Otra vez, otra vez. I love it. I love it. But that's what it is. I mean, yeah. you know, leaning on our local businesses, leaning yep. on to the collaboration to be able to do that. I mean, that's how communities survive, right? And right. thrive together, right? right. kind of do it that way there. No, mm -hmm. I think I think it's, it's totally important there. And, and I guess, you know, What, what's so great about this is that it is a hub, right? I mean, right. and whether it's a Friday night or Saturday night, folks come in, people want to do. You've seen, um, you've seen a lot of music acts come in and through and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I'm curious in terms of like, there's always like that. Like, what would be some play, you know, some, you know, some folks uh, or some music acts, some people who've been here at Tipico that people would be like, wow. Or even like somebody you were like, maybe you don't get starstruck often, but you were like, even like, oh my God, I can't believe, you know, we've got, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm oh, yeah, yeah, I want some juice. <laughs> Claro. Claro. Okay, okay. So I'll tell you another, um, you guys might not know, but Aventura, um, espérate, this was the espérate. first place they performed. When no they came me diga. Yes, yes. Aventura. I, I, don't, I don't say it like he does it, but he yeah. always says, Aventura. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just had to say it like <laughs> well, that. Well, it's funny because I was having a conversation with someone. We were talking about Aventura. We were like, you know, you know, people forget. A, people forget, I think, that... Um, For a whole generation of folks, like that was their introduction, right? To music, yes. right? To not just bachata, but like to just music in general. A whole yeah. new generation of folks there, right? Yeah. Um, and and they really kind of introduced it to folks, you know, to, to folks. That obviously, people will say like bachata, obviously Juan Ligreja, and like there's a whole bunch of other folks, obviously, in terms of NDR. But like for a generation of fo folks, right. Aventura was the the thing. Yeah. And it's, I mean, and Romeo is still, yeah. is, you know. Well, I, I just like we. This is I, I'm just must, on a side note. We've had like history like three or four times. So see, this is what I love about doing this show is that we're just, just, just talking. We're learning history because for those great Aventura fans, <laughs> if you haven't visited Tipico, now you can go where like, Aventura wow. was first here yeah. and you can take pictures, come inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And I think I have, have some pictures. I will have to find uh, them. But she might have a shrine for them. Yeah. I don't know. That's good. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, you know, what amazes me is when I have non-Latin um, famous yeah. artists come in. Uh, you know, we have had Akon um, stop by and I'm like, oh, you know, because you <laughs> yeah. just don't know. Um, and then like Prince Royce was here for, and that one was a, well, before he became famous, he would eat here often, right? Uh -huh. um, but then once he, you know, blew up and, yeah. and he's now who he is, he came back and that was like, wow, because yeah. he remembered, you know what I'm saying? He could have been at Prime 112, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes here and um, so we, we get some good people up in here and I think that they enjoy it because you know, like Dominicans, we're so welcoming and it's not like the, you know, it's not like we don't have that groupiness essence to us I think no. we're just very respectful and we may take pictures but we give people their space right, right. Diego Calderon was here a couple of weeks ago um, me, me, no, I, yeah, so why we, were we, we here that day like, I'm just saying yeah, okay. we, get some awesome, we get some really really cool people come in and what makes me like wow it's when it's they're non um Hispanic. Right. Yes. Right. That means we've I'm doing something right. right. right? No, I think I think yes, I think that's absolutely that one of those things that becomes, as you said, you're a millennial, right. that change of merging. Right. Of like how do I 
So keep this and then merge in what I know, what I'm, and it, yeah. So yeah, yeah. definitely. I yeah. can completely understand. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we're talking about change. Yeah. And you know, we, 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 Albert mentioned earlier about the fabulous selection yeah. was a, a change. Yeah. But let's think of it in more of in a wider sense, Miami, Alapata, you know, um, You've talked about that people sometimes they don't want to come to this area because they see certain things. But we've had areas in your neighbors like Wynwood that yes. has made a complete change. Change. Right. right. And I'm not going to stand here and say for the better, for the worse. You know, it is what it is. Right. You know, but has how how has that affected this area affected the business, you know, do you think it's a good thing or do you think it's moving too fast, moving too slow? You um, know, you know, I, I, I embrace um, a little change, right? You you have to just continue moving with time, right? And I understand that, you know, my concern has always been the crime in this area, right? Mm -hmm. So whatever we can kind of do to lessen that crime, I'm okay. However, I understand that you know we need to have our area right yes. like little havana has their area where they feel proud about it little haiti they have their area now it's called something different right. i think right, 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 right. or yeah. something like that I was gonna put on. I'm yeah. gonna but you know i think it's important for us to have a place where we can identify right so i just hope that you know uh, if we change that our businesses dominican business hispanic businesses um are not afraid and um stay right but then the problem becomes that most people here that um have businesses they do not own their location right so then right. you have these starbucks and all these big businesses that buy Right. And that's what I'm afraid of. So right. it's I don't know if it's too late for I mean, maybe because now things are super expensive in this right. area for a owner, you know, that a renter that's been there for a very long time to actually buy their. their yes. That might be right, difficult. Right, right. You know, um, we've been blessed enough to own our building. Right. Um, so I think that has helped maintain this area Hispanic and local um, but I, it is a little frightening that it could possibly be all condos because right. our local businesses don't own their right, their, their, their property. property so yeah know, and that would definitely change the, the landscape of sure. Alapata yeah, right. right now we're like um, a little Santo Domingo right, right. that's what yeah, we're considered that's what, that, that's what yeah. you're considered but if Starbucks start coming in and all these other places what will we be then you're Punta Cana no just <laughs> <laughs> See, well, and, and, and this, and this. <laughs> I think what's also even harder to, to realize, too, is that when people talk about those kind of changes, they make an assumption that there isn't anything here. Right. And I think right. that's the biggest challenge. Yes. The biggest yes. challenge is to say, no, like, let's build together. Let's build right. on the people who have stayed here when the crime was, you know, like wasn't good. But they stayed here. They stayed their businesses there. Yeah. Um, they helped provide some sort of root and foundation. And how, you know, like how as a community are you able to build on that? Right. You know, from a policy standpoint, as opposed to saying, well, there's nothing here. We can just kind of build, bulldoze it over right. because there's nothing that's there. Right. And right. I think that that's the that's the, the the hardest thing to kind of 
right. to kind of do, right? Um, but I think there, I, I, you know, I think you're right that that it's possible, and I think that um, more and more, hopefully, that people also recognize that not only you know that there there there's a people and there's a there's a vitality, there's an energy here, right? right? That's not just in terms of cultural for culture's sake, but that actually is you know that that can lead to growth, right? That right. can lead to to economics and um, and that people want to come and see, right? right. Like in, in terms of that kind of kind of way there. Um, it's you know we're here again on on our Keloke podcast. This is Mangu for your soul, as we always like to say, um, and and we always like to to talk about a bunch of different things here. Um, one of the things though that that all of our listeners always want to know, everybody everybody wants to know, is really because. You know, there's a there's a section that everyone gets really excited. It's our rapid fire question and answer, you know, <laughs> yep. section of it. Because you know, as, as we say, we're mangu for your soul. But you can't and have mangu without the tere golpes. Oh, uno, dos, tres. Golpe. All right, all right. So, so Venus, why don't you lead us into this uh, this part? Of the but movie. I want to just ask. I want to make sure. Okay. Are you ready? Oh man, you guys are <laughs> scaring me. Talita. <laughs> dale, dale. Okay. <laughs> Merengo bachata. Bachata. Ah. Oh. Shout out, shout out. Yeah. Totone maduro. Maduro. Ah. And normally we do one thing, but you know, for you, something special. Algo especial, porque dale, estamos dale. en el típico dominicano. Brugalo presidente. Ninguno. Ninguno. Oh, you know, I am not. And I think this is why I'm so successful. Because I'm not a big drinker. Okay, okay. Okay, so let's, let's, okay then we got to bring it back. We're, we're prepared. prepared. We're prepared. Okay. We got backup. We got backup. Mori soñando o conchi club. Mori soñando. All the way. Oh, all day, every day, and twice on Sundays. Look at that. I mean, that is so. Yep, yeah, Mori soñando. I like that. I like that. No, but I like that, you know. But you know, yeah, and I no, like how she's very successful. No, no offense, Brugal. No, you know, okay. Brugal, President. If you guys want to sponsor us, it's okay. No te preocupes. You know, You're here, here, you know. When they drink come it. here, I drink it. It's a okay. question for my dad. But you know, we, we always, you know, we, we always have you know a lot of fun in terms of here and, and, and we've had even the couple of times that we've done the show here, we've had a really great time. Um you know, obviously you guys bring in a lot of musical acts. I, I'm curious in terms of the local Miami scene and stuff like that, you know, in terms of you know, grant, you know, groups or stuff like what, what's your sense of the local Miami scene, especially when it comes to, you know, bachata, um, merengue. Or merengue. you know, like in terms of local scene, especially some of the locals that come in, um, what's your sense of that, of that scene, you know, here? Um, you know, as far as the, the people that come here, they want to hear a little bit of everything. God forbid we play too much of one thing. It's like done, you know? <laughs> um, so uh, they want to hear a little bit of everything right now. Reggaeton, dembo, you know, it's making its way through. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the American with Spanish is making its way through as well. Um, so, you know, we play a little bit of everything. Um, as far as having like bands here, we kind of stick stick to um, traditional merengue or bachata artists. Um, I'm just going to say that I've listened to Alex Bueno in vivo. 
Ale Bueno en vivo en Club Típico Dominicano. Venga para atrás. Anytime. I love it. Right? Yeah, and you know, we try to stick with our local bands, Bachamambo, Gapito Pascual. Um, mm. You know, that's, that's kind of like our vibe yeah, yeah. Um, but you know we play a little bit of everything and it's usually um, salsa merengue bachata um, reggaeton perico ripiao and sometimes we throw in some American music yeah, yeah. depending mm. on the night if it's like Memorial Labor Day where we have a younger crowd mm. we we'll throw it in there as that's well that's so sweet yeah try to you just know, include just, everybody I like it so you know my American side can enjoy yeah. the same yeah. dance yeah. <laughs> but before you know before we wrap it up I just you know as a And I said it earlier, I love merengue, but, you know, bachatica, you know, with somebody, it's, it's really nice. Is there any day that you can say that for those that maybe have a preference that is there, or do you guys ever do like a special day of the month or a special day of the year or something that they could be like, mira, tú de verdad quieres un ripiao. Go on this day. Go on this day. Um, okay, so I'll break it down. So Monday through Thursday, we're just a restaurant, right? We play just soft music. I don't know if you can hear it now, but um, restaurant music, and it's just a mix. Um, and then Friday, um, it's for... It's more of a bar, but we open late and we play all, we always play different music. There's not a day where you'd be like, oh, for Saturday is going to be bacha. Uh -huh. No, yeah. we don't do that. We try to always make sure that we can cater to anyone that walks through the door. Um, but Friday, it's more bar. It's a place where you come if you don't want to be bothered, if you don't want to deal with crowd, if you want to eat, um, possibly if you're on a date. That would be the day. Um, Saturday, what we're seeing is more couples, um, young and old. Again, you don't deal with the crowd, but it's a little bit more active. And then Sunday, if you just want that Dominican flavor, like... Lo Domingo. Que... Playero, right? Domingo Playero, Matine. That's like the real Dominican style party. Kids are welcome until 11. Um, that's always been tradition. Um... And then, um, and that's I like tradition. Yeah, I'm it's tradition. Saying, I so like tradition. We allow kids until 11 p.m. After 11, we turn, we cut the music off like <laughs> old school, and we kick the kids out. And, pa tu casa. Pa tu, and we pa actually tu say that. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, it's our most popular night. People say how and why, but I would like to compare us to the live of South Beach is popping on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So we're the Spanish version of that. <laughs> so I will say that I've come personally on Sundays yeah. a lot. Yeah. Without the kids. Without the kids. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, because, you know, if I bring the kids and they kick me out, like I live too far. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but you got to come early. See, most people that come with their kids, they come like around four and stay to 11. <laughs> they get their money's worth. Oh, oh that's es, es secreto. <laughs> And you know, our kitchen is open um, until we close every day. And yeah, 
I like I mean, it. I, I, I've had the food. I definitely keep on coming for that. So, I mean, that definitely is, is something that's good. Um, you know, Jazz, we really enjoy kind of being here. And I think, like I said, I think for, for me especially, I mean, it, it de- definitely harkens back um, to a little bit of home. And home, you know, in essence, the, you know, the, the, the Dominican-American home for me, right? I mean, I grew up here in, in, in the States, obviously visiting family and stuff. But oh, um, I think what's great about our culture and our folks is that, um, you know, we infuse, you know, our energy and everything that we do, right? And, and, and that's what's great about here, right? You can sense it, you can feel it. And and, and honestly, I think you've done a great job of, of you know, passing the traditions of, of your father um, and keeping up this place. It's not easy, um, especially in Miami these days. So, um, sure. yeah, you know, props. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, um, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. I guess the last question I just have, and so as we look forward to the future, you know, what do you, what do you think, you know, what does the future hold, you know, like, and, 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 and if you were to, you know, if you were to interview yourself, you know, if you were to able to, to, to interview yourself five years from now and looking back into here, <laughs> what would be the thing you would say, wow, you know, I, you know, of all the things we did, this is what, this is what I, I you know, this is what I think I'm most proud that we've accomplished. So, we, okay. you know, we're going to do. Yikes. Um, <laughs> we put her on the spot again. Otra vez. En la esquina. En la esquina. You know, um, our, my hope and, and my dad hope is to eventually, you know, branch out a little bit. Um, in the near future that's one of our plans and kind of um you know just make way for other dominicans and and possibly buying some some things around here so that we can provide you know uh, leases or whatever to dominicans they don't feel like they have to leave um right now our plaza we have about three to four tenants and they're dominican businesses and we are not competitive with the rent like the you know bank of america across the street from us is charging super high we want to make sure that we are um giving back to our community and and allowing them to have a business and be successful with their business and not um just oh because this area is going up we're gonna go up no that's not what we want to do so i just hope that we are in a position where we can um provide uh, spaces for Dominican or Latin or Hispanic to keep Alapata Santo, Little Pequeño Santo Domingo and just, you know, try to maybe, you know, open more locations and see how that goes. But, you know, it's a challenge. Okay, just, I just, on a side <laughs> note, if they open more locations, I live by Metro Zoo. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I mean, I don't have a problem driving, but sometimes, you know, porque yo quiero traer un traguito, uno, dos. Es que you want Alex Bueno a little closer. I think that's really what it is, you Maybe. know. Maybe. <laughs> you know how many people I get like, abre un en Homestead, abre un en Weapon Beach, abre a Bragón. I'll tell you what, though. Tú sabes que no, no está mala la idea. Porque tú sabes, somos dominicanos. Siempre, everywhere we got to give you, everyone, I'm sure, like, it's like everyone has a demo. Everyone has to give you an idea, right? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> That's another. That's another side business program, right? But <laughs> <laughs> like, I will. I will. I will embark in it anyway. At the, but maybe a pop up. Maybe a pop up yeah. day or whatever down no, in South I, Dade. I, or I, I love it. I love it. Know? I love it. No, but I even love what you talked about. Just you know, preserving our communities. Um, I think that is going to be the, for at least for me, from my understanding and having the conversation with you is just the community because anybody that's ever been to Santo Domingo you don't have to be Dominican but it's, it's just better when you are <laughs> 
<laughs> when you go to Santo Domingo, that is one thing that I can say as somebody that was born in the, the States that I always had the sense that, I mean, maybe that's what I even loved about coming to Alapata, that it just felt like a community. Like you knew, you, you, you talked about your neighbors, like, you know, when yeah. we, we say we're looking for this, we're looking for this, you're like, hey, down the street, que esto lo otro. Okay. You know, that's, maybe that's what needs to be, you know, still here. And I think that would be, that is your dad's legacy by keeping the essence of Dominican culture of just being like, know your neighbors, yeah. you know, grow with them, you know, keep that hand out. So I love it. I look forward to, you know, seeing the more growth that you guys have, as well as, you know, otra machatica por ahí, tú sabes. Mangocito, tú sabes. Well, Mira, we're big fans, we're big fans, and we were fans before, we're even bigger fans now, and, um, and siempre como le dicen aquí, tú sabes, a la orden, whatever you guys need, um, definitely you guys are... And we're definitely going to come back for the 35th anniversary. I know you're going to be planning something yeah. big. Yeah. I see it in your eyes. <laughs> en los ojos, en los ojos. You know, she's definitely a good poker player because she's like, you know, I'm going to all the things no no but you know what you keep doing what you're doing because you're having success and more, more importantly you're doing it the right way and so thank we you, really really you. like like that and yeah. before we you know shout out for those that that here we keep on saying Típico Dominicano, where are you located okay so we're located on 1344 northwest 36th street and um I, I always have to think about my people. Right next to us is La Placita Dominicana. There's Coffee Nail Bar, which is a Dominican-owned nail shop. And there's Ramon Barbershop, which is also Dominican-owned. So when you come visit us, make sure you go down the plaza and you check all these restaurants, I mean, businesses out. Mira, mira, te digo, cuando you're in town, especially for folks who are not from Miami, but they're in town for that cruise ship or something like that, tú sabes, it's a quick little, you know, Uber ride and stuff like that. You know, there's definitely a couple hours you can spend you don't need to go to South Beach you come right over here yeah like that yes, there. Yes, so yes. definitely definitely do that there but Mira as always gracias Jazz for having us here we had a great time este, thank you again at the Venus for always holding it down and, and, and you know I love it and thank you again of course to our listeners to our Keloke fans out there and as we always like to end the program by saying you know as long as there's good phone teachers to, to spread um, and Dominicans doing things Keloke will always be here Thanks a lot. Yeah, que lo que was. It was.